We're back with another episode of the Biterian Collection. Um, here with Knight of Cups, directed by the legendary Terrence Malick. This is your choice of your film. You chose this one. I feel like we've chosen a lot of them that have been, you know, I, or I've chosen a lot of them. But you personally have chosen this. Uh, I don't know. If you want to speak about this... <laughs> And start us off with it. Uh, why, why did you? Why did you choose Knight of Cups? Uh, I don't. Well, I chose it because you've never seen it, and I've been trying to get you to watch it for like the past five years or true. so. That's true. Um, and it's also one of my favorite Malik films. Um, yeah. might be like top two, top three. I don't know. It's really interesting. Um, That's and it's one I kind of watched. Yeah, it's one I kind of watch every year around this time of the year. So I thought we could, you know, dive into it a little bit. I have never finished this movie. It came out in 2015. I think um, I remember we had the cut of it. It's on my old laptop. You sent me like the, I think, what was that? The cut of it. We had the link or something. And you sent it to me when we used to stay uh you know in the dorms together and it's on my old mm-hmm. hp i have never finished this film until the other <laughs> day because <laughs> i'd always fall asleep i have deep opinions about the movie man <laughs> like you know you know what is crazy because i think there was a screening at columbia or something and they gave out posters mm-hmm. and you took a poster and you used to have it on your wall. And I'm like, you such a poser because you've never <laughs> seen the full movie. Yeah. I used to have the poster. And then when we lived together at the apartments, I had the poster and then, yeah, you'd come to my room and you're like, why do you have this poster? You've never seen the full movie. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to finish it. If I ever need a movie to put me to sleep, I'd always turn this on and this would put me to sleep. And I always said, one day I'll finish this movie and you know the other day i finally finished it if people thought you were harsh about barbershop 2 oh listen to listen for me to <laughs> give opinions about this movie i like malik a lot i, I really like terrence malik but this film is not one of his one of his greats i don't know i feel like terrence malik is going through with his last couple films uh, around this time period, I'm not gonna say his last couple films recently, but his last couple films of this and Song to Song, like in that era of like back to back, somewhat like Spike mm-hmm. Lee, where they're just like, you know what, I'm gonna just go and do film. I don't really care, whatever they are, I just feel like doing them. It's like, it's just crap. Like I don't know how to put crap. What? This movie just was not good. I did not like this movie. Like, at first, I was like, oh, okay, cool. The narration is really great. I love Christian Bale. I love Kate Blanchett. But then while watching it, I'm like, ugh, this movie is, it's like, I don't want to call it pretentious filmmaking, but it's just like, ugh, this movie's so boring because it's just, what's the point of it? Like, 
we can we can debate it. Like, let's get into it. <laughs> Take the gloves off. Let's get into it because this movie was so boring. It it, it you it's, know what? It, no, hold on. It could have been a short film. While watching this, it really could have been a short film. It could it could be a short film, but it also could be a mini series. because uh, there's. There's so there's so much in this movie, and I think the reason you don't necessarily you think it's boring is because a lot of the details that they place in like the different scenes, they kind of skip over it for like the mood of the scene rather than like the key dialogue mm-hmm. or even trying to like go through with the full arc. It kind of it's kind of like vibes. I don't I hate saying that like it's a vibe movie, but it focuses more on kind of like the emotions in the scene and they kind of like pass by rather than try to set up any strict narrative arc. There is so much to this movie and to the different sequences. And I'm sure with any other director that they would have placed more emphasis on some of the things like the stuff with his father and uh, the stuff about his brother dying mm-hmm. and then the marriage with Kate Blanchett and then the um, the relationship he had with Natalie Portman where she's like cheating on her husband and she has uh, she gets pregnant and she's not sure if it's the husband's or uh, Rick's, which is Christian Bale. Like there's so much interesting stuff there and there's so much stuff in the film, but it's not traditionally like cut or um, come like emphasized. This movie was so boring. You just said all that it's and not- it still didn't answer what I just said, that it is boring. Well, <laughs> It's not boring. There is so much in this movie. I'm just saying that it's also they didn't introduce Natalie Portman. What you traditionally they didn't introduce Natalie Portman into the last 30 minutes of almost this two hour film. And so what? What? So what? (laughs) Like I get that this is like she's supposed to is she supposed to be the star of the movie? No, but I'm saying I understand that this is a very non-linear cut film. But at the same time, it's just like, uh, how do I even put this? It's just, it's like pretentious filmmaking. It's not pretentious at all. This movie was just like, it was good at first. And then it kind of just takes this moment halfway through. Like once it gets to the middle and I'm like, are we still here? Like it can end after a certain point. And then he still goes on. And then the narration was good. And then he's still narrating. And I'm like, I get it. Stop already, dear Lord. Like, the the narration is great for Malik. But I've heard better narration with Malik. This narration with Malik was not good. Like, I did not well, like it in this it's, film. It's a, deep, it's a different style of what even he does. Is like a different type of narration than like days of heaven or even tree of life. Um, Because for me, this is Rick kind of like replaying memories and things that people have said to him or like conversations he's had with the different characters and that he said, and that's pretty much the whole narration to me. 
this movie still sucked. Like I'm All still, right, man. <laughs> I'm not letting go of this movie not being true. Like I'm not. I will say this: it's a one cinematography. I loved the cinematography of it. Who was it? It was Emmanuel uh, Lubeski. Lubeski. I did, uh, I was trying to think top of my head without looking. Uh, Emmanuel Lubeski, amazing. Even Kate Blanchett was amazing. Christian Bell, great. Um, Brian Dennehy, amazing. Antonio Banderas, I didn't, he was like popped in really quickly. Yeah, he was in the little party scene. Yeah, I was like, oh wow. Um, it was like a lot of people in this film. I was like, wow, I didn't realize these people were in. And I guess now looking at, it, I'm like, geez, are all these people in this film? But I guess there's also a lot of people who probably were cut out of this movie as well. Yeah. Um, I don't know. They play such small roles. Like, you know, Dan Harmon, uh, like the creator of Community. Mm-hmm. Um, he's in one of the scenes uh, where Rick is at work and they're like discussing the script. He's okay. one of the dudes in there. So a lot of people are in it and they have like really small roles or were cut. Because, um, I mean, I don't know if they serve the purpose to the uh, overall like narrative. I don't know. It's just maybe I should apologize for calling your movie trash. I will say this. I'll scale it's, it back. I'm gonna scale it back. I'll scale so it the list. The listeners are gonna think about this movie and listen to him like, man, I'm never watching that movie. <laughs> but it's honestly just like a different experience of watching a movie and that sounds really pretentious but i don't know you just have to go into it and just kind of let it watch over you i guess i will say because this. Oh, it's, it's an experience it's an experience definitely in which it is it is that was my only thing with it i enjoyed it up until a certain point and then i'm like all right terrence because I'm going to call him Terrence after he held me there hostage for a certain point. I'm like, all right, Terrence, uh, like we can stop this right now. Like, all right, buddy, <laughs> let's stop it here. Because I really like a lot of his films. It was just this film I was not a fan of. I'm like, what are we doing here? And I'm going to say cinematography to the side, directing. I, I like his directing style of kind of like, throwing the actors in certain situations and not really giving them much direction and let's see like how things go but with Mm -hmm. this film i didn't really like it too much because it started to feel as if it was theater acting to an extent where it just felt as if all right let's just see them i don't know uh let's just see how how far i can push an actor and then let's cut Mm -hmm. it these certain different ways and let's give them uh, let's take let's do like five takes and I'm going to edit all five takes like long mm-hmm. and I'm going to add all five takes in this film and it's like mm-hmm. all right we didn't really need to show this all in this film like this might have been a film that would work best in a gallery and instead it got released in a theater and now it's on freebie and Tubi no, and possibly no. Hulu I don't think this works as like a gallery thing. I don't I don't know, man. There's just there's so much in this movie and I think you really have to like watch and listen 
because everything is working together in like a different way um yeah i, I don't i don't know man um and to to your point with the some of the acting um i think some people kind of some of the actors get what malik is doing and some have no idea so they're just kind of like um not good um mm-hmm. but those that kind of just like go for it um really works well like brian denny uh the mm-hmm. dad i don't know i i, I really liked him and this is also kind of like a sequel to the tree of life um because the whole setup is pretty much similar is just uh sean penn's character as an adult really yeah um I'm I'm not sure if you've seen the uh, Criterion cut of Tree of Life, but uh, in it they expand Sean Penn's character, and it's pretty much like the same setup of this, where he's like taking different women out, um, and like he's kind of lost in life and uh, surrounded in uh, like modern life and modern ar- architecture at the office and going to work, and it's kind of like his life is meaningless. Um, so they really just expanded that segment into this movie and gave it a lot more um, depth, I think. Okay. Yeah. But it's it's really just like auto, autobiographical Malik because I think his brother uh, commits suicide, I mm. think. Um, and, you know, the um, relationship with his dad and then like um, the different women and being on top of Hollywood as like a screenwriter in the seventies or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. A lot of it's like autobiographical, which I like jive with uh, when directors really kind of like put themselves in like the things they find interesting in their work. Um, so I think that's one of the reasons I really like this movie um, as well. But I don't had, know, man. It had potential. That's all I want to say. It's like it's like watching somebody that can shoot hoops, and you know they're like, you know, you almost made it to the league, but it you I, had I, potential. I, I understand. I understand it um, because I think with a lot of the different sequences, they could have been like their own, like fleshed out movies, and I would I would love to see that. But also, I love what he gave because it serves like i don't know as kind of like a full life um and like experience there's so many different experiences pretentious filmmaking like i said that's that's not that's not pretentious though i don't know because anybody somebody can watch this and come out with a totally different interpretation of the movie than i have or that someone else has which is which I think is a really interesting way of uh, making film. Which is true. And I mean, on one hand, I call it pretentious filmmaking. On the other hand, it is classified as art. I mean, well, all of this is art. I'm not some gatekeeper of art. But what I mean by this is, and why I call it pretentious filmmaking, I think this is better served as a short film. And a short film slash probably best is like 
no just not even slash just a short film if this would have been a short film it would, you know probably like a 20 30 minute short film it would have been like oh okay i get where he's going with this this is truly amazing this is what was he an actor like oh an actor he's a uh, screenwriter a screenwriter a screenwriter going on his journey throughout the city amazing but no i didn't need him to two hour film of this like okay this is but in the two hours you see you're pretty biased towards this you've had had since 2015 to cultivate this biasness towards this film (laughs) but i mean no we can say that about any other movies we've done we We have biases on home alone and all that we have but at the same time we've also have our like differences and our like different opinions now being older about them do we also say like oh okay our opinions have changed looking at it this and that am i right we also go back and say oh our opinions have changed looking at it it sounds like your opinion has not changed since 2015 it sounds like it's grown (laughs) since 2015 because just like i said when you watch the movie more times is more rewarding because you're just finding new stuff in it i don't know man i'm not saying for people to watch it and be like or listen to this and be like i'm not watching that no go into it and watch the movie like watch it on tubi freebie prime wherever you can find it i watched it on freebie you watched it on tubi um you know go buy it if you truly want to risk you know going to buy a dvd if people buy dvds um you know go and buy it and go into it with a blank slate like a different mindset and then come and listen to this podcast maybe you know afterwards i I think this movie rewards multiple watches that's what i'll say i honestly because (laughs) there's so there's so much in it man whoa oh what is that you told me last time you're giving this movie a lot of credit <laughs> you're doing right. a lot for this movie <laughs> you're doing that, a that's lot just my opinion movie. you're doing a lot for this movie man <laughs> um what rating would you give this uh honestly i think it's i think it's like a four or four a four or a four and a half on a scale of one to five, yeah, for you, jeez, mm-hmm. that is high. I told you, it's one of my favorite Maliks. Jeez, oh my gosh, you are really wow. I gave this movie a four on a scale of one to ten. Like, you rolled your See, eyes. You, wow, yeah, I didn't. You didn't jive with it. That that's okay. <laughs> I want the record to show you rolled your eyes. To the people who can't see it, you rolled your eyes. So this is going to be a conflicting interest. I already know your question or your answer, but do you think this deserves to go into the Biterian collection? It's in mine. <laughs> it's my pick. <laughs> it's it's in Tyree Harris's personal collection. It, it may, if you don't want it to go into Biterian, that's fine. But this is a movie I go hard for. This is one of those ones I think we'll have to like ask the public what do they think. Uh we get enough listens and then put it on like social media. What do people think? Uh, you know, like a yes or a no type of thing. Put it on our own social media. 
do people think this should go into the collection? Because I don't know. I think not. You think so. And I don't know. Ask the people, what do they think? Because I don't know, man. This is interesting. Truly interesting. I feel like we should have chose a different Malik film. <laughs> I I don't know. because <laughs> Well, you like the New World, don't you? I've never seen it. I thought about that. You've too. never I seen the like, New World? No, I think I seen like two minutes and was like, oh, I got to watch this a different time. Or I seen like the trailer and I've always wanted to watch it. But when I was watching this, I was like, oh, why don't we choose this movie? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, late post Tree of Life Malik um, is a lot more uh, free with narrative. I think the new world is a bit, will probably be a bit more your speed. Um, oh, more structure? Yeah. I mean, it just seems like he's letting his narration be ASMR. So, hey. Uh, that that's a different it's a different way of giving dialogue i I don't it's not that i don't care about non-linear cutting and structure it's just it comes off boring after a certain point like it can be non-linear but after a certain point it's like all right you're kind of it's kind of coming off a a bit pretentious like all right buddy like it's a bit pretentious i mean that's that's his style throughout the movie so why should he change it i'm not saying change it as in like oh uh, how do i put it 40 minutes into the movie then give it structure i'm just saying if you're already an hour into it and you're like all right i'm already at the hour mark and then i'm giving it non-linear up to an hour Maybe this movie shouldn't keep going on, but that's just my opinion. I don't know this man. But there's a there's an arc to the movie though. It's not all just meaningless. I don't know. I don't because, know. Because I mean you can't see the Natalie Portman section and think that it it was just boring. I didn't. I didn't think there like was all of this movie was boring. I didn't think like, oh, okay, this is boring. No, not at all. I I thought it had like you know speed bumps in it, and then certain parts where I was like, all right, this part is great. This part is, you know, could have done without his brother's part. The I was like, all right, cut him out. <laughs> I I get it, but it establishes like the family thing. Yeah cut him out it could have just been raking his dad at that point because the brother it just felt like overacting at that point yeah i think i don't think the brother was great but um i don't know i i enjoyed it so, to each of their own but for you to for you to say halfway through the movie it just like just goes on and on there's like structural like arts going on throughout that is taking place and it's not just yeah it's not just meaningless i'm not saying the whole rest of the movie is meaningless like yes it has meaning but like there are certain points where i'm like okay this could have been put into a short film that's what i mean yeah yeah <laughs> 
You were very biased to this movie. <laughs> I'm not. Like I can I can admit, like I've admit that a lot of the different sequences and stuff could have been played differently or shortened, but as a whole, I think it works. Interesting. Interesting. Well, all right. Well, thank you everybody for listening. Uh we'll be back with another episode next week. <laughs>